0: Oh, yeah. How are we doing, everybody? Lovely Thursday here at Call cool to Depend, HQ with your host, John McGazer, the big man. Follow me up on Twitter at the Bird App any time of day, any day of the week. <laughs> man, maybe now more than ever. Because I'm doing the two-sport thing while everyone is sleeping. You know, that's what I'm doing, the football thing all through night. Hoot, hoot. Getting ready for the pigskin stuff. You know, I cover both. Looking forward to that as well. But we're doing the baseball today. I think I needed today, like, this kind of broken up day. There's really not much going on. I really only had, like, a better two. Although, God, I'm so dumb sometimes. I was trying to bring you that kind of detailed stuff that I normally do with these short slates. And I accidentally started at the beginning and not at the end. So I scrapped the entire thing and I got just about nothing. So today's like the Substitute Teacher Day. Welcome to Substitute Teacher Day here at Call to the Pen, the half day. Again, not really much, but we're going to do the thing we do. Me and you, the Call to the Pen crew, rate review and subscribe as always, because that stuff just matters more than it should. My commuter crowd, thank you so much for you know picking up a uh, caboose and getting us those overnight views, those midday, late views, you know, these these betting shows, they don't they have no shelf life, right? They go on the vine and they die. Which is why I try and make it really interesting to people, even if you're not betting every single day, they kind of want to tune in. You know, maybe we learn something, maybe we laugh, going over stats, new stuff. Something without any further ado, all right. I guess let's let's just do it. There's just so little. I guess I maybe I should have prepared like a little stand-up today. Brian Rose, Insight, Michael K, OPMG. The OGs up in the House today. Gosh, I just cannot get I cannot get it going this season. I really can't get it going this season. Just playing to even. Like that's what I do. I just play to even. Can't get the bounces. All the fifth innings have been a nightmare. You know, yesterday we must have that daytime parlay. And the one over just didn't happen. Cardinals have been really up and down. Every time I think they're getting ready to soar, right? It hasn't happened, but I do think that offense will. Get it going, but you know baseball. You got to be careful catching that falling knife. I guess here comes today's first lesson. Oh, and then I'm going to push up against my man insight in a second. You know, we talk about waves, other pending statistics, and what we think of teams, and generally like the cream kind of rising to the top, right? Not getting sucked into small samples. That all the work we've done on Louis is really good. They have a collection of really good hitters. I think that at least is gonna come around. I was not into the pitchers, you know. I, I was saying that coming into the season, obviously they don't read my work, shame on you, St. Louis front office. You know, that you wanted to be avoiding contact, you wanted to be avoiding soft tossing contact guys, and you know, that's pretty much what St. Louis has. But the offense we thought would be good. Now to that comment that got my sneer going. It's my man insight. It says, I'm not bullish on the Reds. Oh, come on. We love the Reds around here. I'm all joking aside. If you follow my work, then you know. I, like a, it was a running bit that then became kind of real. I'm obviously a real-life Yankee fan. But I wanted a National League team, and then, you know, you stopped to handicap, and I was always a big Luis Castillo guy. who's was my, my favorite pitcher in the league. And the Reds kind of had that lovable loser thing a couple of years ago. And now it just kind of stuck. I love the Reds. and they were good to us? These F5TTs are like, yeah. He says, if the Reds only had a few pitchers like Sonny Gray or Luis Castillo. Yeah, you do one better. If only the Yankees had a couple pitchers like Sonny Gray or Lance Lynn. you know, How about J.P. Sears? Hayden Wesnitsky. God, good man for a Yankee fan. I really I can't, I can't stand them. I can't stand them. The reason why my fantasy teams do so very well is because I hoard pitching. Even when I have it, I'm out there hunting for it nonstop. The Yankees thought they could trade Jordan Montgomery away. The best of those. Contact. Soft tossing awesome guys. The only one that was even viable. All right, let's dive up into the games. There's three late. I don't even know how many people are going to get to watch today. Today's like a total off day. Everyone's hanging out with their wives today. So we'll do the three late one, 6.40 after. Then we'll circle back. Let's do the daytime parlay too, Jay. We're going to nice another four-bagger. Just missed those. I usually do pretty well in clubs. The algo seems to, to just kind of hitting bunches. All right, so let's do it. Six forty games. I, mean, I delayed as much. I delayed as much, just about as much as I could. I have the Royals with cheese and Jose Quas. We kind of. I haven't heard of you, you're right? You're probably opening oh, up against the Tampa Bay Rays and Shane McClanahan. This one was really interesting. I know, I, I you know, wonder what Opmg thinks. Holler, holler, at me. This first five team total got posted at point five. So very rarely do we see that. I have I usually track them. You can follow them on Twitter, right? No one types about this stuff. So all those are very unique. They come up with my name. F5TT 0.5, right? And my stuff will come up. And, man, I get so stuck. Right? Why? Shane McClanahan, the GOAT, 212 ERA, 110 whip, 622 OPS. I run indicators in place, the P5 110 on the stuff plus on the fastball. Maybe a couple too many walks, put the K rate up over 27, 15 and a half swing you strike, 32 CSW, 33.5 whiff rate, 79 in zone contact. Right. He's impossible to get a hold on, right? the End zone contact run as low as possible. He's winning in the zone. But he also keeps the ball down, right? A lot of times power pitchers are fly balls at home runs. Not so much for McClanahan. he's like built in a lab. 43 ground ball, 34 hard hit, 3% blast has been the one homer nine. Ex Woba below 300. And he's just so, so good. That, you know, it's hard to ask for it. But obviously, you know, I have the the model, MLB moving averages model. You could get on Twitter through the pinned tweet, take it to the bookmark. You could follow along with all these stats. And again, trust me, I'm not asking anybody to tell me right now. Think of all the time I spend on other stuff. But it doesn't mean that that is no good, right? I mean, I'm here saving you. Time, I put together splits and basket, all the stats, all the stuff that I was into when I was doing this at the highest level, or at least for me, my highest level. And you're always going to have a hard time as we're going. You're always going to have a hard time modeling for a run. Like I'm looking at it right now. Don't get me wrong, right? I don't have the Royals doing much of anything. Why would you? What kind of model would? Kansas City offense last 500 plate appearances. Let's take a quick look. I got it right here. 249 batting average, 313 OBP. And believe it or not, that's they probably outperformed the underpinnings. They hit six home runs and 500 plate appearances. Only scored 39 runs. Bottom five in swinging strike, end zone contact, right? Where we mentioned McClanahan excels. They also put the bill on the ground, which McClanahan excels at. Six barrel, 299 wOBA as a team, 85 WRC plus, And they struggled mightily against lefties. So you just kind of get to those points, Ty Carlton, What's going on? Welcome aboard. And you always kind of get stuck. Ty, what we're talking about is the, the Royals' first five team total got posted at a half a run. But now they're up against McClanahan. And you, you just kind of get stuck. But I always find these so interesting. You know, when today we have the light sleep, we kind of talk about this other stuff. Because you know I mean, are you are you really paying? <laughs> I sort of relief today, minus 360 for the Rays. Oh my gosh. Minus 360. Jay, do me a favor. Is the first five 1.5? You know, you got to, like, look. These things get so good. I, I don't know if I've ever seen this before. Man, that's a first. Jay, I don't even know. We This is a whole us I don't know if I can talk myself into it. Talk about contrarian. If you're audio only on the podcast, thank you so much for supporting the pod. You know, even the video people, you can subscribe to it even if you're just a racer. But what we're talking about, Jay has the bet Stamp app up. And when you see these wild prices on the money line, minus 360, that's a wild price. You're actually near even money to get plus one and a half first five, which is, man, is incredible. You know, let me see if I can get that on the Algo. I mean, (laughs) even, again, right, the Algo is not a true score. I'm not going to read true scores. I'm going to give you 8-0. It's on a scale, so it's really pretty heavy. I have nearly a run cover through five which is a run line through a full game, but not through first five. That one's really tough. Ray's offense has not been great at all. Really, because to be honest, they've really kind of gone in the tank when you think about how high they were flying. Gee, should we lock in a first five, 1.5? That's a pretty wild bet. I think we should take it just on principle. Let's go just on the volatile. No, 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 four, right, to hit five. Right, so it's probably six to one five at this point. You know, something like that. Right, right. If anything's just even money again, I'm not going to hold you for the sense. So I'm betting this one just on principle to cover the one and a half. I don't even know. They're just trying to bring people in. And again. again, you really can't ever be shocked if Kansas City scores a run. There are errors. There are bad calls, misplays and stuff. The one thing I would say is do not pay for the minus 360. If you really feel strong about the Rays, I'm honestly not going to push up against you. Even if you're saying you wanted to pay that, whatever, minus 155 for the run line, I'm not going to go there. I don't pay that. But let's say you were going to do that again. I'm not going to push it. You know, Rays at the edge all the way. Also in the bullpen, last 47 innings for the Rays. 2-3 ERA, point nine four whip, 178 batting average allowed. Only one loss last two weeks, Kansas City. Last forty innings, the four three five area, but a four six zero one five whip, not any good. Fifteen percent walk rate, forty four fly ball, twelve percent barrel, one five home for the Royal bullpen. So, you know, right, if you we've talked about this, if you if you want to support the Royals, you got to do F five because they're probably going to blow it for you. They have been competitive. I just don't really know much about, you know, the guy going. That's probably where the books are going. Right? It's the same thing, right? There, it's just people with computers also. I see a 415 area. I don't have anyone. We need to make openers. You know, it's another tough question for people that kind of model and stuff. Kwas has had four clean opens in a row and then gave up a run and then five more before gave up three or er, before, right? So the one time that happens, you're out. But other than that, OPMG agreed hard to keep, you know, an MLB club scoreless through five. It's just what it is. It's just really hard. It's really, really difficult. So, that's just it, one of three in early one. So I guess you could look at Kansas City over the half run as viable. I do. I like the plus one and a half through five. It just, again, like it's just crazy to get even money there. We're pretty much, if we score that run, you're probably going to be good on the 1.5 right to get to three. Next up, nice easy pace today. Right? Click, 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 click. click. Pittsburgh Pirates, my boy Mitch Keller let me down last time out. I've just been a bush lately, man. Going to Miami to face my other boy, Braxton Garrett, love Garrett. You know, I that was one of the most easiest. I know this is better not fantasy, but these theories overlap, right? Resonate, I hope. Again, the stuff I'm talking about. This is a thinking person show. When Miami, and this is like the new trend to let your pitcher just get annihilated, eviscerated for 11 runs, which I never heard of. I used to be five or six. Then we let it go to like seven or eight. Now we're letting guys eat 10, 11, 12 runs. It's nuts, me. Besides the fact you ruined the ledger for the year, you mess with the guy's confidence, but regardless. Garrett went out and gave up 11 runs in the entire world, like dropped him universally. He's really good. Braxton Garrett's not just good. Braxton Garrett is really good. They check it out. So even with that 11-run outing, 3-8 ERA, one two two whip. Let's get into the underpinnings. X-Fit below 3, Sierra 3.27. 5% walk rate to 26K. 22% percent k minus BB. BBB. Love that. 13 swing strike. 32 CSW. Sub 33 ball, 29 whip. I mean, this is everything that we want. 48% ground ball, 27 fly. I mean, that's everything. So, I don't know. I'm getting with Garrett whenever I can. Keller's been good as well. I actually think we're going to get some positive regression off the off game that he had. 3-6 ERA, 114 whip for Keller, 658 OPS. The totals in on this one are, are real low. You know what? I didn't – I'm surprised now that you have it up, Jay, to see some – oh, the new 4.5 is minus 160. I was like, I'm surprised to see it. That one was at 4. I thought it might oscillate towards 3.5, and it has. I just can't ever go under these. My boy Frankie and I, Frank Amarante, who is a friend of the show, he and I were talking about it on Twitter. He was upset. He caught a bad beat, and he did. But, man, trying to go under four in this environment is very difficult to regardless of the pitchers, just because all the stuff that we're talking about. Brian Rose is under the Garrett walk prop, minus 145. Yeah, holler at it. For sure. Don't, don't those control rates are legit. Now, again, I've really had a tough go with pitching props the last couple of days, but I, I, I'm not beating myself up like the, it's there. We've missed by hook, 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 hook. And, again, I'm, I'm cold, and it's mushed, and it's, this is how betting is. Like betting almost seems to exist to try and get you to quit. And it's those of us who don't reap the rewards afterwards providing you don't get yourself in trouble because you have the proper risk plan, which I I know I do, and I hope that everyone else does. Right, That's why I don't, I'm out of here thinking like I win when I don't, making sure that I stress the losses because they happen. They happen in waves and just like everybody else, right? I'm no different. But you got to stay in the game. Brian Rose brings up the one that I think I like the most. Bring up the K-props for Garrett. I think that one is low if it's still five and a half. I was really surprised to see that one as low as it as it has. And I, I want to let's talk through this a bit, people, because I know everybody here now has been into these full slate daily k Leaders and part of the reason I found where I've gotten in trouble, at least I should say, and I hate to give reasoning for betting like this is why because it's very important. But kind of focusing on the offense, like, oh, the this offense doesn't walk, so I'm going to go under walks. If the guys don't have great control, it doesn't have great control. And same thing for strikeouts like, oh, I went under strikeouts because this team doesn't strike out. The guy's got K stuff, you know. So I'm going to be focusing more on the pitcher, I think. Not throwing the hitters away, but focusing on, focusing on the pitcher again. The K basket for Garrett is is awesome. Now, the Pittsburgh disciplinary basket is good. It's not necessarily great. You know, they don't walk. The K rate of 21, they're not chasing. But the end zone contact rate is not great. That number is 86. And, and this is kind of where I was getting at, where you can have Garrett just kind of win in the zone, right, because he – doesn't throw balls because he does get ahead. And that's the recipe for strikeouts. Jay and I were talking about this, well, Bob, I guess, on and off the air. But as we were building that ticket in real time, but looking for the, the strongest baskets. Right now, listen, you want to throw in the Twins and the White Sox, the guys at K. Yeah, 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 of course. Absolutely, absolutely. There are, there are trends to that side. But when it comes to pitching, I'm gonna give me the pitcher. So let's go for Garrett. We're gonna go out over five and a half K's. I'm actually a bit, I'm actually a bit surprised that I see five and a half and four and a half on the board. A little bit surprised. I, I, frankly, you know, I mean the show, this show doesn't last. We have to lock in now. Yeah, he said the minus four and a half is minus two forty. But where I was going is Think about it this way. This is a trading thing too, kind of trailing prices. If you see five and a halves, but you also see four and a halves, you gotta think no about how you feel about it. Right? The market dictates the price. The market is the mechanism of, of price finding. So you have to be thinking it's leaning lower. And I might wait for an even five to pop. Just a bit of advice for me. I do like the five and a half. I do think he gets a six. And you'll need six to cover five as well. But again, five you push. And I do believe with half the books at four and a half, there's a good chance it gets to five. I don't think it'll get to four and a half. And if it doesn't, it'll be minus whatever, 300. We're not interested. So again, good. that's cool. Then we got a bet down, but also just a bit of application. I mentioned a bit about the Pittsburgh offense from disciplinary. That's the best part right now. 205 batting average, 285 OBP, 275 woman. That's a 69 WRC plus. They've been just Awful, in particular against lefties. Remember Braxton Garrett, a lefty. Pittsburgh, two hundred and ninety-five expected mobile last thirty days, bottom of the barrel against lefties. Jump into the bullpens real quick. Third phase, giddy up, let's go. Pittsburgh has been terrible. Miami, very, very good. So maybe we have an answer here. I got to stop trying to be so shy, man. I thought, my apology, everybody. I thought the pricing in this game was a little closer than it was when open again. One of the, I think, list my prices. Jay, can you bring it up for me full game, pretty please? Brian says the 4.5s are alt lines. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, the scrapes can be funky. But also one of the things I really like about Betstamp, more than some of the other prop shops, is their live links. At least it takes you to the book that's real, where I've gotten in trouble handicapping. This is a little tip for anybody that's ever going to post pics. Be very careful with prop shops that are not linked to live books. Because some of those are old and I've gotten called out. And I didn't mean to. I'm here like, look. I stamp the prop shop. They're like, yeah, but that that's not the book. So these lines are live. But yeah, right. it doesn't mean you can't beat it. Of course, Brian Rowe is super sharp. Dude, you ever want to come on? You got a high-speed connection? Let us know. Right, we're here. Like I said, WWF. The restaurant with the chef seat. We'll bring you off the table in the back of the kitchen. Out the, you know, grandstands. Up into the dugout. And from the bleachers right into the ring, WWF style. As long as you got the mic, baby. So I I really like Miami to win. I don't know if I can go for a cover. The Miami offense really hasn't been that good. Same thing, kind of disciplinary heavy. Pittsburgh has a bit more thump if they get to Garrett. I don't think they're going to. But I'm not going to look for a cover here. Algo does have the cover. I'll probably have maybe Miami in some kind of mixed bag later on. Jay, keep that in mind. Maybe Maybe we can pair Miami with something or other. I, you can't even go with Tampa because it's so ridiculous right if you pair Tampa and Miami you're not even that even money and I'm not I, you're never gonna get me pairing two events that don't get you even money for me that's a losing proposition insight another sharp one out there Miami at minus 125 last night and we've spoke about this right so and again, this is part of where you know I did so much better when I was handicapping for myself and professionally because I was doing it at night without sharing information. And there's a lot to that, okay? Make no mistake. Jay says we can actually pair Miami with Tampa for plus money at Bet365, which is a legit book. So we're going to do that. Let's do that, Jay. I'll put a Finsky on that one. I'm into that because I do think we get both of them. I don't think Pittsburgh will – Withhold, but it'll be funny as if it's if it's Kansas City that wins. <laughs> That's just baseball. Speaking of which, that F five Oakland yesterday, I mushed the hell out of that thing. Although I was correct regardless, even though Cleveland did come back. Right, if you bet Gavin Williams, you lost. Right, if you started him in DFS, if you bet on everything, you lost. He got served, and, of course, Oakland blew the F5. Of course, they, of course they blew another 4-0 lead. I, I don't track this stuff. I used to track, like, bad beats and sickening losses and stuff. Yeah, call to the pen says John Bush, my double result. Of course, I did. Of course. Dude, that was a sick call. That was a sick call. In fact, I would say any time you think Oakland is a play for the F5, it's a double result play. Especially because they're not like two to one, they're like seven to one. Yeah, so close, Jay. And OPMJ. I'm just, I'm, I'm like the worst right now. Nothing is safe. There was a time I had a one-run lead in f 5s so I'm like, close the book on that one. Another job well done. Now, not so much. I'm up five runs. I'm sweating. Zero, zero games to the under F5. And I don't feel confident we're gonna get it, right? We've been dropping three run leads in the fifth. We dropped the sixth run lead in the eighth a couple of days ago. It's just it's been nauseating, but we're at it. Bringing the heat, bringing the smoke again, you know. But the best lesson I ever have is staying in control of the things that you can, right? That stuff works for life as well. And I think that's why I've always done so well kind of professionally. I have a very healthy marriage, I have a healthy relationship with my kids, my parents, and stuff. You just control the stuff you can, right? You know, don't freak out over the stuff that you can't, because it's gonna lead you to being reactive instead of proactive. And that's just a huge. That's a huge one, right? Staying a step ahead instead of being a step behind is two step, like dodgeball. It's a two player swing, dip, dunk, dip, dive, and dodge. All right, let's do the last one, and then we'll go through the early stuff quick. It's funny. I have. I, have, I told you I broke down the games in reverse. I have like the sick detailed stuff in the first game that I'm not even going to go over. But you know, we actually ran some props because we we have a little bit of time. So let's do the last one. Okay, I really do like Miami. I really do like Braxton. I like Pittsburgh too. So maybe like if you're if you're looking for like a robust ticket, I like Miami and the under. Thanks. It's like yeah, I kind of got the teacher thing down. Pat, I've been doing this for a long time. You know, I've helped quite a few people, but I'm also a big question asker. You know, I don't want people to think I think I woke up knowing everything. It's certainly, the opposite. When I too, when I'm near people who are, who are smart, I'm not the one doing all the talking. I do a lot of asking, and then I do a lot of shutting up. Did a lot of following through. All right, next up, Seattle and Brian. Woo! Those M's on the road against my New York Yankees and Domingo Herman. He ain't cheating. He ain't trying. I posted a few. I had a couple bets on this one. I like Seattle at five. I dropped it yesterday. Of course, Luis Castillo lost to Johnny Brito. Of course he did. I'm going to go back to the well. I like Seattle. I got them at, like, even money. It's not really there right now. But it looks like we can get minus 110. So I think we're going to get it. I know know what you're thinking. This is a really funny one. So this is an idea of how, like, uh, since I don't use output stats, like, at all, I'm sorry for pitching. Again, for my modelers out there, I have found you can't just use expected stats for hitting. You really, like, WOBA, for example, those things are, are more predictive than expected WOBA for hitters. For pitchers, I honestly couldn't give a damn about a pitcher's ERA. And so this was funny when I ran the model and Seattle popped up and looked at Brian Wu. He has a 7.3 ERA, a 1.3 web 831 OPS. And you go, what the hell? However, every single one of his earned on indicators below 2.5. Expected ERA 2.6, Sierra 2.3, 38% K to only 4% walk. That's a 34K minus BB, 16 swing strike, 32CSW. I mean, this is everything we love. 30% ball rate as well. So it's all the swing and miss, 31 whiff, all the first strike, 67 first strike, all the chase rate, forty one O swing, bully metric achieved to the highest order, right? right. But it was a 393 BABIP, 21% homer to fly ball. Yeah, the 13-barrel, but 250x Woba. So I'm going to get with Wu. The Yankees offense stinks. 210 batting average last 500, 264 OBP. The Yankees did the one thing that they're able to do. It was Jake Bowers ripped a a yoke to pull the run. And that was it, though. That was all they did. Volpe happened to walk, and Bowers hit a home run. The Yankees didn't do squad douche after that. Volpe yoked one later on. They didn't do anything. The Yankees stink right now. They're terrible. 640 team OPS, 6% walk rate. This is the other one I have. So I do like the Seattle F5. Jamie, we got that at 110. Can you also bring up the Wu ball prop? I know I've been talking about, like, I'm getting away from these things. But I can't let go of it because the work is there. Like, the numbers is there. I'm not getting away from it. I was a bit surprised when I saw this one. Brian Wu, under one and a half walks is plus 110. I'm here scratching my chin. Why? Well, I mean, I, we laid out the underpinning stuff. So that all checked out, right? You hop to the game log. Brian Woo's walked two batters. Yeah, this season, through 12 and a third. The under is coming in at plus money. He's never had a history of walking batters. In the minors, and again, 4% walk rate, 30% ball rate. Yankees, bottom three in walk rate, last 500 plate appearances. So, again, I'm not I'm not going to get away from these. The numbers just are too checked out with plus money. So, Jay, put a fence key on this one. We're going under two walks for Brian Wu. OPMG full of hate bets today. Hate, 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 hate. Sometimes it's just how it's got. Sometimes it's just... How it got to be. So yeah, I like the Mariners, I like the Mariners to win. Mariners F5, the whole line. But F5 in particular, because I think they get to Herman. 4-3 ERA, 109 Whips, 674 OPS for Herman. So, right, we'd normally be pointing out the ERA the outlier, however, the earn indicators are all in the mid-fours. Uh, everything's just kind of mediocre. 23K to 8 walk. The swing strike is there, but again, man, i really. The 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 sticky stuff is just out of control with this guy. And I've been having trouble with it. Now he's excelled at home. But it's not like they let him cheat at home. He got caught at home and thrown out of the game. So I just worried now with him having a suspension and another warning afterwards. That he's gonna plate safe and not be cheating. I don't know, not be cheating. So we're gonna have to rely on the Seattle offense. And he didn't they let us down. I had a feeling that Run was gonna get us, not that it mattered. Two twenty-three batting average for Seattle. Last five hundred. But the elevating and pulling it, double-digit barrel. You know, it, sh- it should be there double-digit walk rate. So at least the average offense with the 100 WRC plus rate, that's what it means. It should be on deck. but Mariners haven't given it to us. I think we'll get it today in a bounce back against the Jankees. All right, so at the 30-minute mark, thank you to all the commuters out there, right? Consider this the, the 1A sign-off as we jump into the 1 o'clock games. You know, we appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, rate and review. The podcast and stuff really matters more than it should, right? If you want to see this show get picked up for football, that's how those things happen, right? If you want to kick this one year-round, support the show. Support your boy. Let's jump into the 1 o'clock games. There are four of them. You know I love these four-packs. I also got the Algo scores, right? So why, why waste it? It's the Braves and Bryce the Elder Phillies, Aaron man, mixed back here. I've gotten in trouble chasing L3 He just continues to produce. You know, the underpinning stuff just is not going to agree because he doesn't throw 90. He doesn't strike anybody out. I don't know. His control is not great. He keeps it on the ground, and it's worked for him. 280 Babbitt, but eventually that's going to run out. Nola's been the other way, right? The low whip, the good peripherals. I don't know, man. You know, I, I my – Gun is on. Philly, I think this one was split minus 110 each way. Algo has Atlanta winning because they just score like crazy. So we'll be honest, but a total eight is a total eight and a half, Jay. Can we get an eight and a half? I'd go under at an eight and a half. Nah, see, it went under eight. Now, that means I was too slow. Yikes, man. It's, it's just always Atlanta. Who's carrying the plus? Jay, is, is Philly carrying the plus in the full game? All right, so I guess that's my answer. Right, Philly's got the plus run line. Yeah, yeah, take, let's get the best available plus half that we can get, even if it's like 65 or 80, minus 180, because we have the fourth bet. You know, I really want to be safe and it's been so, so difficult to go up against the Braves. Braves' offense is so difficult. So good. It's like they're breaking, the model breaking right now. 308 team batting average, 375 team OBTP, 927 team OPS. A 395 but 147 WRC Plus, insane, insane how good the Braves are. Just every split, every way, every time frame, they're just very hard to go up against. So, yeah, let's get Philly with the Plus, moving on. Diamondbacks, great American Patriot, Thomas Henry, Washington Nationals, Jake Irvin. This one's an over, right, as soon as you see it. Man, I'm wondering if Algo has Arizona with the dub, but they're going to have to score there. They're my highest scoring team on the sleeve. But yeah, let's you could pay the touch of juice to go overnight, everybody. Here's a perfect example of when you could get in trouble not, not reading the book properly. Right? If you want that over 9.5, it's plus 105. Why would you do that? For 20 cents, you get the 09. You know, that run is is big. So let's take the 09 in this one. I think this one disappointed yesterday. So I like that on the bounce back. Next up, Oakland A's and J.P. Sears going to Cleveland and Logan Allen. You know what? Let's flip this one on its head. Whenever you see Oakland, I'm always thinking the plus run line. But since they went over, I don't like either of these offenses and I like both these pictures and let's go with the other. Can we get oh man, it, again I had eight, I have eight and a half written down because it happened this morning. You're gonna bet total, you gotta be early, right? There's that lesson over and over and over again, right? Even if you write it down to pre plan your lesson, it's gonna come up in real time. That's how important it is. Man, I hate to go under eight in this environment, but I think it's okay. We'll go with you eight. Sears and Allen, man, I'm at eight and a quarter. Yeah, it's okay. We'll probably – this will be the one to sting us in the r's 4 4 right? We'll get jacked in uh, OT. And then the last one this afternoon. Wakey, wakey, eggs and Blakey. Blake Snell and the Padres going to San Francisco Giants and Robert Wood. I got the Padres to win this one outright. Snell's been downright excellent as of late. And I like the Padres' offense on the uptick. San Francisco's hitting as well. Jay also mentioned Sox-Twins. How did I, did I miss that one? Are there five games? What is the last one I mentioned? Oh, I'm sorry. That's 340, Jay. You're right. Back it up. Red Sox and Twins. Let's go with Twinkies for the win to my boy Joe Ryan over Garza and the Red Sox. I'm not really sure. The Red Sox have the bullpen it takes to full game that one. So, yeah, yeah. scratch that. Scratch a, scratch a 3 o'clock. We'll get everyone a little 1 o'clock, a little afternoon delight. So we have Twins for the win, Joe Ryan. Oakland and Cleveland, a little negative regression on the offense. Sears and Allen looking good on the bump going under eight. Arizona and Henry versus Irvin and the Nats to go over both those offenses, I think, ready to click today. And then Nola getting a run against the Braves, hopefully should do it. I really think Philly wins this one outright, but, again, it's been very difficult to go up against the Braves. They're so very dangerous throughout all nine innings. And boom, boom, ba boom boom That will do it, everybody. Appreciate you all for spending your time with us on these weird kind of Thursdays. I get it. You know, it's really it's a lot, even to consume baseball content every day. Like, trust me, I know. Even on the consumer end, it's really difficult. That's why, you know, we do appreciate you so very much. And that that part is the honest truth. You know, we hope this show reeks of effort. (laughs) If it's going to reek of something, let it reek of effort. You know, we're up here, up early, getting prepped. You know, making sure that everyone is tipping a spear, right? Attacking where the ball's going to be and not where it's been. And hopefully, you know, that's where we stick out among the crowd, making it worthwhile to stick us in your earbuds, you know, when you're mowing the lawn or going food shopping or whatever, even on days that you're not betting. I think it's, you know, it can be fun, right? And that's what the kind of the community thing that we've built here is. Is all about getting a lot of interest in like a discord. I don't know the first thing about that. hit up, hit up bizzola, man. Get on, get on this case. Tell me you want a football show. Tell me you want a Discord. Tell me just we want to let the maniacs lose 24-7. Right? We want a man. That that chat would be f- freaking fire, yo. So, all right, let's get out of here. From Mr. Coop on the ones and twos and the big Johnny Stud, Rob Pizzola, everybody at the Hammer Betting Network, and here at Call to the Pen. Tell your friends, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, rate review, all that other dumb stuff that matters more than it should. Enjoy the games, enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay. Everybody, remember, when you work this hard, there's feels a lot less like luck, yo. Peace.